All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz. What are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. So some other interesting news, aside from, uh, fr- from obviously the, the, the driving changes, is um, there was a pretty big headline that came out after the A Cannabis conference that happened in the last week. Um, I'll just read the, the headline here. It came from Cannabis. The quote is, you are ruining the industry. Top prescriber delivers blistering attack on firms, putting profit before patients. Wow. Okay. So as a disclaimer, I was at the A Cannabis um, conference and me and James were talking to... Um, Martin, I think it was Martin. Martin yeah, Martin, yeah, Martin yeah Lane, co-founder. The, yeah, the, yeah. the guy's actually written this <laughs> this piece. So that is... That's that's a little... Well, oh, no, no, no. This He's particular one of his, yeah, Steve yeah, Jones, yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Steve yeah. Jones, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's nuts. So the second that we walk out... They start firing away. All right. Yeah. So, Johnny, as someone who uh, like wasn't at the conference, just read about it. Like, tell t- t- tell us your thoughts. Yeah. So, a doctor named James Stewart uh, was making a, a. It was giving a talk, and in that talk, he apparently went on a blistering attack of <laughs> the small minority of cannabis companies. Uh, who he says are trashing the reputation of the entire sector and putting profit above patient welfare. So he, but he didn't call out um, names, but he he did say uh, you are ruining the industry. Piss off, seriously, piss off. And uh, then um, he said that. Uh, he said that you know who you are, uh, the big the big boys. Um, so um, it so uh, apparently uh, it's only like the 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 one percent of companies who are abusing the space and giving uh, the, the the cannabis industry uh, or rather the uh, the the users uh, the patients. A bad experience of of cannabis. So, for example, the the concern is that um, not o- not only are they uh, profiteering and they are putting emphasis on the profits rather than the product for patients, but also that they're impacting the way that um, new patients see the industry. So if you're a new patient and you go onto Facebook and you see all these ads like, um, you know, come and get your prescription really cheaply and, you know, we'll give you um, heaps of uh, heaps of cannabis, then it might turn those people off because they might come across as a bit, um, uh, uh, what's the, inauthentic? Mm. I suppose is the is the best is the best word. He he did give an example of um, uh, he of his grandma. So this doctor James Stewart said his doc his grandma searches on Google for medicinal cannabis and up pop these guys referring to um, these bad players. And she she calls them. She gets prescribed flour for her arthritis but has never smoked cannabis in her life and doesn't know how to use it. 
So she has this horrible experience and then she never goes back um, to, to medicinal cannabis. So something like that, um, right? So they're not really taking into consideration the, the um, patients themselves or they're just pumping out products. And just a small correction, it looks as though it wasn't specifically Dr. Stewart's grandmother, but a grandmother. But oh, he did talk about how, you know, the, the reason why it, it looks as though he was so impassioned here a was yeah. he, then, he then has patients come to him who have negative experiences about medical cannabis and it blows them away. And then um, he knows that the, the, this um, medicine that if uh, patients received the right treatment with the right care, maybe it would have been really beneficial. But now they have certain views toward the the, the industry and the medicine when really it was reflective of the, the specific clinic. The big interesting one, uh, Johnny, is uh, he, he, to, to read here, uh, Dr. Stewart said, you cannot do an initial consult in under 30 minutes. You cannot explain titration. You can't explain uh, and connect with the patient. You can't explain what the side effects are. You can't explain driving laws. Basically, his position was there is so much in the space that you need to distill to a patient and have them understand before they can possibly take a Schedule 8 medication, especially an unregistered one, and be confident that they, they know what they need to know. And, uh, and, and, and clinics that, um, that, that have consultations under 30 minutes just invariably in his position are not providing patient care by, by, by the fact that it's, it's, it's a little bit of the, the churn and burn model. Well, some of the like some of the speakers were talking about when they were discussing partnerships at some point, um, how the industry in itself is really like a seven years, like at the infancy of the actual medical cannabis um, industry. So they're trying to decide and grow the supply chain together, and everyone's trying to fit into their niche. Um, but what they were saying, there was a lot of people who went the vertical model and uh, from seed to patient type, type stuff. And some of them are doing it fine, um, but then others are taking shortcuts here and there. And I think that's where uh, I'm glad someone, someone reached out, especially because those are the right people to talk to, the, the big dogs of the big companies. Um, but will it make a difference? Will it make a change? Who knows? And I think that's, that, that's something that was very topical at the conference is a lot of uh, people in the industry know what's going on, but it makes it hard to... To operate if you are trying to do right by patients uh, and also be a, a affordable at the end of the day like this this grandma when you go on the internet and see uh, a certain service that's more price effective and you are you mm -hmm. know like, and, and that's that's kind of all all you, all you can do then uh, it, it makes it hard for, for, for other companies because at the end of the day if you're doing a 30 40 minute consultation treating patients well you just can't compete uh, on an affordability perspective with a, a, a clinic that, that is doing 15-minute consultations. And, um, and that, 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 that just makes it really hard because it incentivizes other players in the industry to either behave in a similar fashion or fall behind. Mm. Um, and that's, that's, that's where, you know, just to speak freely, like I really hope that, you know, the, 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 the TGA and, you know, change happens in the industry because I think that's an important step for, for patient care. Yeah, I think that most companies are working towards providing the quality uh, for patients, right? Um, and so Dr. Stewart is calling out these a small minority of players who are undermining the this work 
that the rest of the industry is uh, trying to achieve. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's he, he's basically stepping up to the plate and making his voice heard to try and put a stop to it. So I think that it is going to be just a matter of time before, like you said, James, the TGA steps in and um, and makes some changes. And then the, the interesting other um, uh, reporting from the article was uh, former Australian Greens leader uh, Richard Di Natale, who who also had some some comments about the the industry. The particularly uh, interesting one to, to to us was about telehealth, where he said, "Look." Telehealth services for medical cannabis can be an appropriate form of treatment, just like telehealth for all other, um, you know, uh, uh, conditions or you know, n- normal practice. However, um, it does need to to still be appropriate because there will be conditions where it's not appropriate and the advice needs to be uh, you know i can't inspect your rash over a computer you need to consult someone in person um and uh so whilst telehealth isn't in and of itself uh, an issue it needs to be done done the right way and then the other point that uh richard did talk about was the vertical integration where um some clinics have uh doctors on their payroll prescribing their products but patients don't know about it and and, and they would be outraged if um, if, if, if they were aware that this is the case and whether clinics choose to, to, to be transparent about their business model, how it works and preferences towards certain medications or whether it, it is a, a business model where they prescribe anything, um, they're really the, the, the options that, that, that you have. But um, opaque uh, communication with, between the clinic and the, the patient about what they'll prescribe and, and not, not communicating any financial interest or conflict of interest is, is, is something that Richard was really scathing about. Mm. Johnny, I know you have someone else you'd like to talk about as well. So should we pivot into the next after the A-Cannabis uh, discussion? I do really like that they're actually getting all the big dogs together, having these, uh, even if it gets fiery at points, the TGA was, some uh, some member from the TGA was there as well. Um, and mm. there was questions going back and forth. And she was getting a little bit fiery in in her responses, because she's saying it is written and it's clear. Uh, so you're asking me questions that are very out, like they're out there, and you know, you know the answer. But um, so I was, I was definitely turned off asking any questions that way, <laughs> just because I didn't want to uh, ask something she'd already said. But um, yeah, I'm glad that they're all coming together, and it was a really good event. But yeah, did you have uh, someone else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so uh, it's unfortunate, but um, the professor Raphael Mechelen from Israel who discovered CBD and THC unfortunately passed away during the week. Uh, He was 92 years old and a lot of um, colleagues and friends, people that met him, posted tributes all over social media, um, which was really nice. And it's just been uh, really nice to hear about his life and how he came about to be in in researching cannabis. Obviously, the man has made a huge contribution to the medicinal cannabis industry um, and cannabis uh, in general. Uh, You know, not only did he uh, work to his work to help discover CBD and THC and other cannabinoids, but also the endogenous cannabinoids that we have within us and the endocannabinoid system. 
as well. So um, um, it's a huge, huge loss. Um, but we are all very privileged to have um, benefited from his work, his teachings, and uh, the lessons that he's he's taught us uh, over, over the years. So we pay a tribute to Professor Meshalom from Israel, um, and we thank him for all the work that he's done and, and giving us this platform from which uh, we can all uh, benefit. I feel like we wouldn't be where we are now. You wouldn't be with your condition where you are now uh, without him stepping up. So that's like incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Great tribute. Yeah. yeah. Well said, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah. So that's a bit of sad news and a, a huge icon in the cannabis community, like massive. Like this is like the Michael Jackson of, of cannabis, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, he's the, the, the king. Um, so it's very, it's very sad that he's, he's no longer with us. Um, but it's also beautiful to hear about his story. And actually the first batch of cannabis that he worked on, um, came from, uh, his, uh, his police, the, his local police. So he went <laughs> to the police as a scientist and said, look, you know, we're doing some, uh, tests on this, on this plant. And they gave him some, uh, seized cannabis <laughs> products <laughs> and uh, and off and off he went and he said it was really strange driving with like you know um the whole bag of cannabis in his car <laughs> where, where, where is he located so oh, bulgaria it's israel uh, israel israel oh wow that's <laughs> what a yeah. start yeah and this was like back in the 60s i think yeah yeah i think it would have been early early 60s so yeah, back then, you know, um, crazy times, very, very early. So that's kind of like at the beginning of cannabis, uh, the, the modern uh, cannabis era of, of cannabis research, if I can get that out, which we will be talking about more in a future episode um, behind the scenes of, of cannabis research. Yeah. I'm very excited. Fantastic. Very, very excited. Thank you, uh, as always, Johnny. This has been uh, exciting, in, in, uh, insightful, and uh, very enjoyable. Mm. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you on the next one, my friend. Thank you very much, gents. See you. Thanks, Johnny.